Is the movie Sweet Smell of Success a great film noir, or is it just another boring mystery? Find out today on Really Old Movies. Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Sweet Smell of Success from 1957. Some essential movie details. This film was actually a box office bomb when it initially was released, and it did not gain the notoriety it has until much, much later. Some blame Ernest Lehman's withdrawal from the film as to why it failed, including one of the main stars, Burt Lancaster. And according to the movie's Wikipedia page, he threatened to beat up Lehman, to which Lehman replied, go ahead, I could use the money. So they were all kind of scrapping by, it seems. <laughs> Despite this, this film has received great critical praise and even has been placed in the National Film Registry a few years ago. So this is one of those kind of, I wouldn't say cult classic, but it's one of those that took a, lo- a long time for people to really latch on to. All right, so in regards to the plot, I gave it a five out of five. I thought it was amazing. I love how we never really know how the film will turn out. It's just slowly kind of peeling back as we go along like a good mystery. And this is a very common trope with film noir. This to me does it perfectly. I know how I mention a lot that I don't like it when a film ends abruptly, but, or resolved or anything like that, but I think it really works for this movie because it felt more realistic. You know, Tony Curtis's character, we don't know if he actually goes to jail or not, we also don't know if Burt Lancaster ever goes to jail either for fraud and all that. The thing that we do know is that uh, Burt Lancaster's character, I can't remember his name, but he has a sister in the movie he's very, very protective of, almost on an obsessive level. Uh, she's finally free of him. She's going off in the sunset with her fiance. So that to me is a resolution in that sense, but it doesn't resolve everything else. But I think it's perfect because it felt pretty realistic. All right. So in regards to the acting, I gave that a five out of five. I thought everyone was incredible, especially Tony Curtis and Burt Lancaster. I think Burt like Lancaster alone, though, really stole the show. He was incredible with his dialogue. It was amazing dialogue he had. And I need to watch this movie more, like probably three or four more times. Just understand what they're saying. It's a completely different language that they're speaking to each other. They speak in in metaphors and all of this. And it's incredible. It's amazing. And yeah, I I thought they were all incredible. Just the way he is. He's super intense, uh, Burt Lancaster. And he controls every scene he's in, especially the one where he's with Tony Curtis's character. I think his name's Falco, I want to say. And they're meeting with a senator. That scene is super intense. You could tell the the journalist, uh, Burt Lancaster, he owns a his character owns a newspaper company. He definitely has the upper hand over the senator. That just, whoa, that was incredible. I love that. So yeah, I think the acting was just top notch, the best ever, really. <laughs> no, it was incredible. All right, in regards to the directing by Ernest Lehman, I thought it was great. It was a five out of five. I love the decision of using New York as a backdrop. And they really filmed there for the most part. I mean... You know, there's real houses, there's real buildings that they're in that are in New York. You know, it, 
it's really realistic. I love the cast that he helped choose and and it just felt realistic. It was incredible. I haven't seen any of his other films, so I wonder if they live up to this, but this was definitely a fantastic movie. He directed it really, really well. Love the setup of all the scenes, all the dialogue, all of it. It was incredible. All right, in regards to the cinematography and special effects, I gave it a five out of five. Unlike many films that were made at this time, this movie is on location, like I mentioned earlier, and he uses real houses and real buildings. And, you know, they're really in New York City. It's incredible. I also love the use of black and white in this film. I think that was a wise decision. It made it look realistic. Um, it really added to the dark tone of the movie, especially when we're in uh, Burt Lancaster's apartment that's really darkly lit because, you know, he's kind of a dark character. And I really like that. Really, really good. Really good use of cinematography. I can't decide which scene is my favorite, you know, uh, cinematography wise, but yeah, it's just a great movie overall with that. In regards to the music, gave that a five out of five. I thought the jazz music was good choice, really fit in. Um, I thought it was incredible. And yeah, I thought the score was really good too. It really ties in the movie, really makes you feel, uh, you know, feel how dark it is and feel how twisted these characters are. They're not good guys. They're all bad guys. <laughs> So I, I really like that too. All right, so tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to a five out of five. So would I recommend this film? Yes. This movie and the other movie, Touch of Evil, that I reviewed earlier this year, I think are great introductions to film noir for newer fans, new uh, people new to it. I'm relatively new to it as well. I've, I've only seen uh, maybe 10 film noir, not too many. This has got to be one of the best ones for me. I think first is still Touch of Evil, but this one is up there with it. This is incredible. I think this is the best Tony Curtis movie I've seen. I've seen him in, uh, what was that? I reviewed it earlier this year. Uh, the Great Race. He was great in that. <laughs> no pun intended, but he, he was good in that. But I think this really shows off his acting chops. He was good as a bad guy. You know, like I mentioned, they're not good guys. They're they're bad guys. And Burt Lancaster, uh, this is the only movie I've ever seen him in, and I'm I'm very impressed. I want to see more of his movies. He's incredible. He was fantastic in this movie. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on the sweet smell of success from 1957. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. All right, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care. 